This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lubman and Joe Shasky coming at you every week with the best Giants content, good times or bad. We fight through it all. Part of the Odyssey Sports Network here on 95.7 The Game. We are talking about whether this team is worth upgrading or not, but if you're going to make upgrades, you got to have a plan. And the deadline, we are a week away from the trade deadline. I fully expect the Giants to be in buy mode at this point because, like I said, the playoffs should be the expectation right now. Obviously, you know, the the big fish we all want is Shohei Otani. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. The Angels are kind of wishy-washy on whether they want to put him on the market. I guess off the top, Shasky, if we're going to talk potential trades, do you think that that Otani actually does make it to the market and does actually get moved at the deadline? No, no. The more and more I hear from people who claim to know, it feels like he's standing pat. So, no, I do not think he even gets moved. So, you can't get Otani. That means the Giants have to do something else Why? to improve this team if you want to make a playoff. If the goal is to okay. – let's just let's just okay. say here, forget the should they. Let's pretend that we had the should they conversation. The conversation ended with, yes, they should upgrade the team and make that well, playoff. You should play. always be upgrading the team. So, we agree there. Yes. So, we're good there. So, I teased on the show this morning the foolproof plan that will fix the Giants and get them back into the postseason. We're all going to be seeing Kumbaya at the end. I'm really overselling this one because I don't know if it'll actually get us that far. But here is my theory. We saw over the weekend the Giants are interested in Justin Verlander. Now, another two other guys who have been uh, rumored to be on the market are Lucas Giolito and Tim Anderson. I am proposing that the Giants go and get all three of those guys. Here's how you make the Justin Verlander trade happen. Shasky. Do you remember the tale of Zach Cozart, Giants legend? Yeah, they paid for him. Yeah, so basically, for those who don't remember, after the 2019 season, the Giants swung a deal with the Angels to bring in Zach Cozart in his entire $15 million contract. And in return, the Angels, not the Giants, the Angels, sent over Will Wilson, who was just drafted in the first round that previous year. Basically, the way it boiled down to the Giants ended up releasing Zach Cozart right after that deal. And due to the whole, you know, pandemic thing, Cozart ended up being the highest paid giant, the 2020, uh, uh, the highest paid 2020 giant. So use that for trivia night. But the, 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 the overall belief was that the Giants spent the overall strategy was the Giants spent 15 million to acquire a first round pick. It was something I never seen a team do before, and I was like, I love that kind of creativity of finding ways to get but new Will players. Wilson like hasn't that. done anything. I know. That trade, that maybe that deal did not work out. Here is, but the it's 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 the theory and the process that I want to focus okay. on. Okay, go get Justin Verlander and take on every single cent yeah. that he is owed for the I next couple of years. So he's owed about fourteen ish million in that ballpark the rest of this year. Take it all on forty three million yeah. next year. Take it all on. He has a vested. He has an option for uh, twenty twenty five that vests next year if he hits 140 innings though the the word on the street is that any team that does acquire verlander at the deadline is gonna have to agree to just vest that option right off the bat sold 35 million to justin verlander 2025 by taking all that money off the mets uh payroll then you say well hey we're gonna give you some financial flexibility and in return why don't you give us a player you know as the as a you know 
a thank you for taking the salary off uh, off of your books. So the Giants would get Justin Verlander, maybe even a player, and the Mets get financial flexibility. Maybe that's being a little too aggressive. Yeah, you're using the resource that you have in abundance, which is money, and I agree with you on that. And why would you want to bring in Verlander, even though I don't think you're a contender right now, to be around the Wisenhuts and the Harrisons in mm-hmm. the same way that Randy Johnson came over for his 300th uh, win in 2009 and taught Bumgarner and Lincecum and Johnny Sanchez and Matt Cain in spring training and through work ethic throughout the year. Like I am all in on Verlander. The guy was a Cy Young Award winner yeah. last year. Why wouldn't you? And and he's at 248 wins right now. Now, to get to 300 would be very unlikely. I bet you he wants to get there. Oh, yeah. And you know what? The Giants, they made a whole hoopla out of Randy Johnson going for his exactly. 300 win. It gives you something to be excited about. And I honestly, agree. It gives you a guy with cachet. People I agree. follow Justin Verlander around. He's a high-profile pitcher. And also, we get to giggle about that one I'm time that he was he pitched at Oracle Park and said, wow. Like, isn't it great I'm to all know in. that before the deal's even made, we already know what gift we're going to use to celebrate it, which, I don't know, maybe that's not a good idea. So part one is get Justin Verlin. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Andrew, give me part, part two. Part two of that trade is let's go out. Let's talk to the Chicago White Sox about Giolito and Tim Anderson. Both those guys, I think, are great buy low options because neither one of them are having a great season right now. I think they're low risk options because Giolito is a free agent after this year. Tim Anderson has a club option worth $14 million for next year. And I think they're high reward uh, potential moves. Uh, Tim Anderson, who's been a great hitter for the last couple of years, this year, it's not been so good. So I went down a little bit of a Tim Anderson rabbit hole over the weekend trying to figure out, you know, how I could fix him. I'm not smart enough to know exactly how to fix him. But one thing I did notice, Shasky, is in the years that he was doing really well, he had a, a normal-ish ground ball rate, around 50, 55% was his usual ground ball rate in a launch angle that was in the four to six range. This year, Anderson's putting up a, a career high ground ball rate. It's in like the mid sixties. And he's also got a career low launch angle of 0.0. So basically he's got a very flat swing and he's putting the ball on the ground. I don't know. You, you're a coach. You probably know how to fix this more than I do, but it could be as simple as you elevate that swing a little bit. Some of those ground balls start turning into line drives. Those line drives become hits. Now, since the all-star break, he's sitting around 330. His launch angle, it's been up a little bit. I don't know. Maybe I'm overanalyzing that a little bit. No, no, no. A guy like Tim Anderson, that seems like a guy where if you could just make a small tweak to his swing and get him out of the dregs that is the south side of Chicago into this beautiful, wonderful ballpark that is Oracle Park, maybe you awaken something in him. He's a COS, a change of scenery guy. Like, Mm -hmm. this is a guy who needs a change of scenery. I'm in on Tim Anderson. I think it's a buy low proposition. If it doesn't work out, you don't invest the option, and you allow him to walk. They need middle infield help right now. I think Mm -hmm. his speed plays. Something no one's talked about. I think he's a guy, great example. I don't think he's been right offensively because of the beginning of the year he played in the WBC. And I think he never really got his normal spring training in. He's been in the league for quite some time. And it was a disruption, if you will, to his normal uh, beginning of the year. And I feel like he's fought that. I think he's been battling some small minor injuries. I still think he's got good speed. 
I like him. I think he's a yeah. buy low candidate, and I would love to bring him in. Giolito's going to cost you. Like, yeah. he's a guy who's very, very good. When he's on, he's a stud. You've had success with White Sox pitchers, Carlos Rodon being one of them. I think this is a nice move. It's going to cost, though. Are you willing to give up one of your guys that you've yeah. held on to for so long? Is it well, going to cost you a Ramos? Yeah, well, this is the thing with Giolito because a I part. think both these – I think you can make all these deals, including for Giolito, without giving up any one of your top guys. Okay. You know, maybe you give up a guy like lower on your system. You know, maybe you give up like a the Giants are stupid rich in pitching right now. When you know, when you take all pitchers are in they? a draft, when you take all pitchers in a draft one year, you're going to be stupid rich in pitching depth in the you know make in the mid to lower start. minors, not at the big league level. Okay, but maybe it's like go. a guy like an RJ Dabovich. Maybe it's a Randy Rodriguez. Maybe it's a Jose Cruz. That's it. Just Jose Cruz. There's no junior there. Maybe it's one of those guys. All of them are in the AAA level, yeah. pitching well enough to where you I'll can give say, up Sean what? Jelly tomorrow. I give up. I'll give up Bart well, tomorrow. Like I'll well, be real with you. Like that. I'm giving those guys up. Guys, we've already seen Ramos. I would have gave him up yesterday. Exactly. I agree with you, except for Sean Jelly, because in order for a trade to be made, the other team has to want that guy too. <laughs> but the thing is, you have. I don't think that these are guys who. I mean, Lucas Giolito. His thing is he's a big strikeout guy. He's yeah. not getting that swing and miss this year. You're not seeing the swing and miss as much with the slider. You're not seeing the swing and miss as much with the changeup. And this all comes down to the whole before this year, the one thing that a lot of people within baseball circles would agree on is the Giants no starting pitching. Mm-hmm. This year, it's not been the case. Now, no. is the last four months of failures with the starting pitching offset the previous four years? I don't know. It depends on what mood you're in when you ask me. The point is, is that the Giants still have a good reputation of, you know, bringing the best out of starting pitchers. They revive Rodon. They revive Kevin Gosman's career. They got plus pitching out of guys like Drew Pomerantz and Drew Smiley. They even figure out a way to milk a little bit of good baseball out of Johnny Cueto. You know, they've shown that they can figure out how to recognize a flaw that a pitcher is having and fix it. Sometimes the flaws the pitcher isn't good, and that's what we're seeing this year. I don't know if that's the case with Lucas Giolito, but if they could figure out a way, hey, maybe, you know, do this with your slider instead of that. Maybe do this with your changeup instead of that. Figure Sam, out a way. I, to- love, I love this. No, you're on fire right now. But yeah. let me ask you this. What's, right. the real- what's the reality that they execute even one of these guys and get them on the team? Execute well, a trade half- for one of these guys. I mean, half of it is you got to have the right. You got to get the other team to say yes. Sam, and what's this is the where probability? The- 10%? 5%? 1. Just one of know. these guys. I don't know what the probability is. I'll be honest. I don't 100%. know if I really want to dive into that. I don't know if I say 50%, will that be a viable answer? Like either it's going to happen or it's not. But here's the thing. If we're talking about, here's the thing is I just want to see the Giants do something to show that they're at least trying. You know, we talk about nobility and winning while losing or whatever. You know what? I Again, there's a nobility in wanting to try and be in the playoffs. We keep saying, what's the bold move that Farhan's made? Is this the, the move that says, oh, wow, you know, Chris Paul, Christian McCaffrey, Tim Anderson. No, we're not going to be combining any. We're not going to be putting that move into the you know category of the previous two. But at least it shows an initiative that okay. you recognize that there is an achie- There's a chance to make a postseason run. There's a chance to give Patrick Bailey uh, a chance to play. In Look, the I'm here for that. We saw what Logan Webb did in the postseason against the Dodgers. I mean, Logan Webb stood on the mound twice against the Dodgers and said, "No, you won't." You know, I want to give Logan Webb a chance to have another postseason moment. It's if we don't win the World Series, that's fine. Give me something to feel positive about going into that po- into this offseason. Making moves like this shows that, you know what, maybe they work out. Maybe they don't. Maybe Tim Anderson comes here and turns into a pumpkin. Maybe Lucas Giolito, you know, gives up seven home runs in one game to the Dodgers. You know, maybe Justin Verlander yeah, gets – It can't be worse. Elsewhere. 
it can't be worse than Hanniger and Disco right now. I mean, no, like, it cannot. I and mean, so I'm in on it. Sam, I'm in. Yeah. So it's just moves like that to show that there's a desire to make it happen. If you fall short, again, it comes down to the, if step up to the plate. If you strike out, that's fine. Just swing the damn bat. Yeah, I'm with you. Get the that's bat why I need to see Farhan. Swing the damn bat. You don't have to make those moves. Maybe there's other moves. Just do something. 